Sports Stars Review Podcast. I'm Dan Frigolette. I am here at Exotica with Sir Von Harrell. That's right, with the My Perfect Harrell team. Thank you for doing uh, this, this podcast. I appreciate your time. Great. Um, you, were, you were standing over when, when me and Chrissy were doing our episode. And, and so for the for the viewers, this will be the, the next one, the concurrent one. But uh, um, you, you have you have you have the look of one of the guys in uh, uh, Fast and Furious, <laughs> okay? Like the, like the villain guy, and so like in my head, you've been that guy the whole time. I've been just over hovering us. over you, yeah. The whole time. And I was like, and this guy fucking hates everybody. And it's like that was the guy. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. I have never been the villain. I'll be the villain. Yeah, do you know the guy? But do you know the guy in the movie yeah, who yeah. like hates Paul Walker because because he's gonna <laughs> fuck his he's gonna fuck his girl. I of mean, you, you hate that guy. Of course, you um, hate that guy. And I guess you kind of are that guy because you're in the harem, so you, you you're fucking you're fucking everybody's I'm probably. Girl. Probably. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so um, are now you guys are based in D.C. now. Washington, we got our whole start in Washington, D.C. And that's where you're from? Yes. Grew up there? Grew up there. No oh, shit. Okay, cool. So, so you're familiar with like, I, got like, I like all the little colloquialisms of places. Like, uh, um, so you're familiar with uh, uh, the uh, DMV. The DMV area. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it is. That's right. Cool. Um, so you, now you guys are a team. Yes. That's what I'm, that's what I'm gathering now. Has this, has this always been the, the deal? We started it. We started cool. the whole okay, harem cool. together. Yep. Very cool. Um, so what's I don't know I mean what's what's going on at Exotica this year that you that you've seen that's new or different like what have have you donned anything from this weekend that um, didn't occur to you before I mean this whole weekend has been amazing I love the Exotica New Jersey specifically is a great crowd I love the people watching it's always good yeah if you you could just sit park in one spot and just watch like that's the weirdest thing I've seen yeah. today no that's the weirdest thing I've seen today. And then also at the same time, that's the sexiest thing I've seen today. Yeah, oh, yeah. shit, no, that's the sexiest yeah, thing so I've much, seen today. Yeah, it's just so much happening. There's everything everywhere. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I, and coming to them regularly, I see, I've seen businesses thrive and flourish, yeah. which is great to see. Yeah. I've, there's an artist that's here, and he paints nudes and erotic art, and he's like... There's a guy in the corner by the, by the stage? The yep, yep. Yeah. And he's blown up last yeah. year he had a little small thing and was like yeah oh maybe shit. i'll try it out yeah and i mean he sold out of every piece last oh year and oh this year great. he's like yeah i made i had to, i've been working for the past five months to make to make it for this, for this. that's great so yeah. i like i like seeing people thrive and flourish and i've you know because i'm on my side of the industry and we've grown i've now met and hung out with more people in the industry yeah you know i've i met big names and i don't consider myself at that yeah, caliber, yeah, yeah. but I'm like, just rubbing shoulders. Yeah, it is interesting. It, it's um, it's like they're people. Whoa! <laughs> big shout out to the name of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we did that. No, so there's a uh, um, what's fun? Uh, what's fun for me is that like w- once I realized like the size of the industry and that it's it's very similar to comedy in the sense like there's there's like oh there's like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comedians that are kind of like just like sort of on the outskirts, but then there's like there's that core group of people that are just doing comedy. It's like it's it's like it's it's a lot smaller than you think. Yeah. And that's what I find with this industry is sort of everybody knows each other from these events, from these things, and you're able to build this bigger community, and you're able to and just uh, it's just fun to. There's something fun on Twitter now that I'm like sort of like in the conversation that it's like when people get like tagged across the country and that's like because like when you're when you're not in it you don't know that like the person that's tagging the pro- is in Vegas and the other person sure. DC it's like sure. and we're connecting all these worlds worlds at the same time it's kind of fun to be in that combo but it's like well it's like with comedians there's local comedians and yep. and there's the comedians that can travel around yeah and I mean I've gone to stand up comedy in DC and I've gone let's say I've gone consecutive either weeks or months. Yeah, you know, relatively close together, and I'll see the same guy. What are you going to see? Finishing his same bits. Oh, I mean, there's bars. I had a friend that threw up uh, amateur night at random bars around DC. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Travis Miller. Okay, um, cool. He's got some of his clips on YouTube. He's funny. 
Um, but he would host this amateur night, and there were people in in the D.C. area that were trying to get into comedy and were yeah. trying to work on their routine. And, you know, we'd go up to him after the show and be like, you did that one better this time. Yeah. Like, you're getting it. Like, you're, you're working it. it. You're, yeah, working, you're working, you know? Yeah, I like that. But the people start small, and they start local, and then there were big names that were that were on the bill, yeah. you know, to end the night. Um, and they would come in and do a great show, and we're like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw you on Netflix, dude. Like, you're, you're doing it. But the locals can now tag with the bigger right, names right, right. and they can shout each other yeah. out and they can grow and they can see other people's successful grow and it's kind of like that in this industry yeah every level yeah every level there's this thing it's like you're, yeah you're always working and you're always i don't know but it's like I, I, in a sense i don't know is there anybody that's really that feels really amateur in this industry it's almost like it's almost like with this industry if you like figure out your lane you can just attack it immediately well i mean amateur is a lane in this okay, industry sure, yeah, fair i mean enough. that is yes yeah. Everybody starts off, unless you start off, like, signed with an agent and right. do mainstream, you know, porn productions. If you start on cam, you're an amateur. Yeah, like sure. You, you know, you got to learn learn everything. You got to learn the hard way. You got to, yeah. you know, have your bad nights on stage. And yeah. That was the one thing I was trying to uh, uh, suggest. I, we didn't we didn't get as further, further, further into the discussion with uh, somebody else. Was um, on cam, you, you have this immediate interaction with the fan base mm -hmm. so you can find out live just like with comedy like what's working and what's not working yeah. like if you do a thing and you're just getting you're getting like tip jacked um then then you're like oh this is this is what this is what this is what we're doing see. now yeah yeah this is what people want to see you know it's like with, as a comedian you know you do you do a thing you do a joke if it doesn't get a laugh you stop doing it you know um so it's the same kind of thing wait 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 you give up on a joke after one bomb no not after a bomb but it's like you know you especially as a new comic you definitely quit on jokes uh faster than you would okay uh when you're a pro when you're a pro you know you sort of like you know that your instincts comedically are there sure and so if you don't get the hit that if you don't get the pop that you want then you know you got to put more work in you got to figure it out but there's some jokes that you just work on forever and never crack uh, that was uh, uh, that's actually um I was a Jerry Seinfeld quote in one, in one of these interviews. I, I think he said there's there's some jokes that you chase forever and never catch. Okay. Because there's just some stuff that's funny to you. And it's like, and I find in my career, I've been doing comedy 12 years, I find that like there are stuff that I was trying to work out year one, never figured it out. I just wasn't skilled enough to do the thing. And then you go back to them seven, eight years in, and then you're like, oh, all of a sudden this joke is funny and accessible because I know how to do comedy now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's, defi there's definitely those things. I mean... I mean, that's why. Do you go back to see your old material and still think it's funny, or have you, as your comedy changed or evolved? Um, no, no comedian wants to watch any show that they did <laughs> that wasn't that night's show. It's like it's literally yeah. like, like as soon as somebody, like by the time you put out an album and it and it makes it to market, like the people are like, "Oh, I got your album." You're like, "I'm not even doing those jokes anymore." <laughs> it's like, "Oh, I saw you on YouTube," and like, "Ah, what did you see?" It's like that's the vibe. Is uh, to be good at this thing, you gotta constantly be be innovating and constantly sure. be talking about new shit. And it's really, it's really like people always go, "Oh." what kind of comedian are you and it's like i don't know man um funny my grandfather right, that's what <laughs> I, say. I go my grandfather died so that's what i talked about last year you know it's just like it's like it's so whatever's going on in your life i i like I, I became like a dog owner so that's what i that's what i was talking about um it's just whatever's going on in the world at your time is sort of like what and you, you are. make it funny yeah yeah well, that's the one and then sometimes an a i'm an asshole if like on a dating site they go what kind of comedy do you go oh i do this great thing where i i like uh, i do like this this like puppetry thing where <laughs> like, i do like this racist puppetry act and uh because it's like fuck you like just you know like what do you mean what kind 
what kind of you know it's like so it's do like people actually come up to you and be like oh you're a comedian tell us a joke that was Does that actually happen that was year one through four i feel like that's only on tv and that doesn't no. actually happen year one through four was tell me a joke at the club tell oh me a joke God. and it's just like you know what so comedians have all sorts of like responses to it like i got a buddy who's a street performer and he claims comedy so then people go uh, people go tell me a joke and he'll go uh, what's brown and sticky what's brown and sticky a stick <laughs> so it's like you, you did the thing, but Damn it's like you know, chuckled. yeah, it's yeah, but it's well, it's not funny, <laughs> but you did, you know, you did. It's like it's like then it, it hopefully it should it should dawn to the person that like this is a stupid question, yeah, and that it's like you what what complexity you're gonna get out of anybody by asking something. I feel that like dumb. when someone asks you a stupid question, you ha- you should. Just for your own well-being, you should make them feel just slightly like yeah, that was you, a stupid question. But you can't go hard at them, right? Because no, then you're I'm not the saying asshole, like right? start so roasting them from the feet up. Yeah, like, so you got it. So it's like it's that balance. I mean, unless they come at you wrong, then yeah, absolutely, yeah. just roast them from the ground up. Right. Have fun with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's all that. But yeah, so it's like the, the, the biggest takeaway from this, and and t- sort of the goal of this podcast was this idea that. Uh, people are doing that. People are doing that. Like, tell me a joke. Oh, you have to be funny. It's whatever. And I don't want people doing that to people in porn. So it's like, just don't do that to anybody in any field. It's yeah. like when they're not on stage, when they're not behind the camera, uh, it's a person that's just trying to get by Yeah. and live their life, live their day. It's like, that's the one. I think people try to be respectful of, of people in, in your industry. Uh, if they do recognize you, they try to like hold back. And I think that's, I a, mean, good, that's even a good instinct. Even, I mean, here we're, we're not off stage at the Exotic Expo. We're right. de- very much on stage. Yeah. So we've come here to meet fans, and the girls are signing and giving pictures yeah. and taking pictures. And honestly, I get it that they're at work and that they're porn stars and they're strippers here. The respect thing is like still needs to be said. Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, guess what? Don't touch me there. Yeah. Hey, don't grab me like that. Yeah. Who <laughs> like? How did how did grownups? need to be told that yeah that's an okay that yeah that's an interesting problem to have we were talking we were talking <laughs> a little bit about consent on the last episode we are in a very strange um strange strange good like w- now that we're looking at like w- how we handled consent in the past sure. um like consent is a thing that really needs to be discussed in this country especially with all the movements happening now and all the things that are coming to light uh it needs to be a larger bigger discussion it's like just because somebody there's like there's no there's no like oh but I thought yeah anymore it's yeah. like just like it doesn't she was ma- giving me the eyes that yeah, doesn't, it doesn't work matter anymore. what happened leading up it's like you still need to have that moment of like can I do this yeah is this cool and and, and it's like and it's and it's the through the spectrum of everything in uh, in your life is you should be getting permission uh, <coughs> in some way form this should be a discussion on on all aspects and this came from people not getting permission it came from the the bad. I mean, it's it, well, it's like it's like we're oversimplifying and making this overtly obvious thing, yeah. which should have just been a term of respect, right? Anyway, well, but it's based on it's based on tradition, it's based on uh, power structures and all these other things. It's like, you know, um, like like there was definitely a time in the world where it's like, who are who who are you as a wife to refuse your husband? So it's like we're we're still we're still like in these old fashioned ideas sure. that I think still hang around, but we you know let let's. Let's make a point as men in the world to, to make sure that we're being consent consented to for everything that we get involved in. And quite honestly, hearing yes, I want to be with you is it's pretty fu- fucking yeah, sexy. Fucking honest, like, yeah. you know, like, yeah, yeah. tell me yeah. that. And you know what? Tell me it again and moan it later. Yeah. Just one more time for that's me. My favorite, that's my favorite moment in, 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 a, in an initial sexual encounter is 
uh, you know, you just you 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 do you do the whole you know you do the whole foreplay and the whole thing, and it's like not until somebody's like, I need you, I need you, yeah, inside me. If you tease me for another minute, I will. That's hurt the you. moment. That's, that's the best yeah, moment. Perfect. You know, it's not like I don't I don't want to <coughs> I don't want to coerce you into it. Like you know, that's, that's yeah, not the thing. No. I've had those I've had those discussions. As I mean, I don't know if you ran into this at any point in in your life where somebody would text me a day later. Uh, we're hooking up, and then nothing nothing it doesn't go any further. Mm-hmm. And they text me a day later, and they go, Hey, why didn't we have sex last night? And I go, What do you mean? You 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 stopped me. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, I thought you were gonna like keep trying or like whatever. And it's like, No, 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 like. This that's is a constant conversation. That's literally happened to me. Yeah. Where a girl was like, why didn't you, why didn't anything happen? I was like, you were pushed, you literally pushed you my hand off of you. I was like me. going yeah. to go under the shirt and yeah. she was just like, push my hand away. And I'm like, okay, cool. cool. And I, we yeah. stopped. We're not there yet. No problem. And she was like, I wanted you to kind of like be a man about it. I was like, yeah. being a man is not the right, right. term there. I was like, right. a man does not just put his, Force I was like, himself. look, if you say, I like it yeah. uh, rough, I want to, uh, let's play. Yeah great right that's, that's giving me that's that's not even saying it exactly that's giving me enough of a hint right to know what you want right I, and everybody in the moment it's like yeah but it's like but i mean i think that's the takeaway is the conversation needs to be had yeah and exactly. whether it's before or after i you know like this is why i was i don't know why it was always it was always so odd to me but it was like it seemed it seemed like the right move even though it was like kind of it was kind of shitty was like when i heard these stories of like people hooking up with famous people and they had to like go they had to like go to a room and sign like an nda yeah and like sign a uh, and sign a consent form because it's like um, that's actually like that's a more advanced conversation. It's like we know what's going to happen in this room. Uh, we don't know specifically, maybe, but you saying that I know what this is and what it, then that's that puts everybody at ease. Yeah. And then now we can have a good time. And that's uh, that's the other thing that I really respect about this industry is you go you go here's the checklist of things we're doing today. If you want to add something to it, do that. If you don't want to add something to it, the best fine or like or don't do this. <coughs> it's like. I mean, we do that on cam. Yeah. I mean, b- we can get away with doing a lot of what we want on cam. Yeah. But with our group specifically, we have the girls over and we, you know, they don't all live with us. So they have the girl, we have the girls over and we hang out for an hour and we have food or snacks sure. or w- drinks or whatever we want. And it's like, what mood are you in today? Yeah. What do you want to do? What today? are we doing? What's on the menu? Yeah. And what are we ordering? You know, girls like, you know what? I want to get tied up and spanked. And I'm like, that sounds like cool. fun. Let's yeah. do that today. Hell yeah. All right. And we'll, we'll, we'll go see right. if we can hit 2,000 spanks on camera. Yeah. I, th- I think there's this idea that goes along with consent and other things that there's this misconception that if you preview what's going to happen, then somehow it's not as hot or somehow it's like it's it's not organic or it's not like. Well, and I do think that I do think that having to like stop. Are you okay with this? Right. That's more of a legal argument sure. to me. Like sure. I'm like waiving my liability and stuff like that. Yeah. It's because people couldn't have yeah. the organic conversation right. of like, we're doing this. Yeah. You want to do this? Yeah. Let's do right. this. And that's that's a fun and easy way to right. keep it going. But so many people don't take hints or aren't obvious yeah. or the guys being a too aggressive and the girls saying no. Right. Hey. Hey, it has to be no right now. Well, yeah, and that, and, and then that's the other different. yeah the other mm-hmm. one and the other one is the, is this thing of like sort of you muscle through the thing and then it's like it's two people and it's like it's it's the you're in love and you're in a relationship but it's going too far but you feel like now if you if you stop so you just go along with it yeah. and that's the thing we need to we need to pass that so we really do we need to have we need to have we need to like make a little room 
outside of your bedroom and discuss the thing. Or it's even like you're at dinner with your girl and she goes, let's do anal tonight. And you're like, great. Uh, don't have the steak. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, 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 but have the discussion and, and, and make that a part of the thing. Yeah, always have a discussion before anal. Let me let's <laughs> if you take anything yes. away from this. You can't do non permission anal. There's not nothing I want to talk about on stage. There it's is no I, happy surprise you, butt sex. You can't you can't go to Missouri and talk about non permission anal, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh so so I took it out of my you know, uh, the the uh, it's hard to, to get it out there. But like non you know, it's like you really need yeah, both people need to know what's going on. Um there's so many stories out there of, of two people consenting people and they go, okay, throw it in my ass. You go, cool. And then what happens next is never, it's <laughs> not, you know, it's not safe for work. Yeah. It's just not, it's just, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. The, uh, yeah, what was I, I used to, I, every <laughs> time, every time, uh, so do, you, do you have animals? Yeah, I have two pets. I have a dog. Every, every like hundredth time I'll have like, I'll just, uh, a bag will break and I'll just, I'll just, I'll accidentally touch dog shit. You know what I mean? It's like, and then I'll tweet on those days. It's like, since I've had a dog, the, the, the probability of getting dog poop in my eye has gone up exponentially. Sure. Now I'm not going to get dog poop in my eye, but it's like now I'm, now I'm like one step closer to getting dog poop in my eye. So, uh, once you start doing anal, the probability of like getting poop on your dick. I don't know who convinced everyone to start picking up dog poop with little bags in their hands. There's no, it's not bad. It's that's not bad. disgusting. What do you want them to do? I don't know. I have, isn't there a little clamp thing that you can yeah, do from six feet away? Yeah, but then away? the thing's gross. I don't. Yeah, it's better than my hands. No, you no. Can put it in the bag. It's no. a, it's like it's, it's like warm. No. Uh, no, it's nope. a, that's how you know your dog's healthy. You no, pick it up. I would up, rather walk around with up. a backpack power washer and just hose it off. Okay. Real quick well, that's that's than to carry. That's your right. That's your I right. And that's your right it. in this world. I, there's something. There's something nice about it. Because here's the thing. Here's what there's I. Something nice about it. That was what I got from that. Here's what I know. Here's what I know. <laughs> as a, as a as a as a dog parent. Let's call it a parent. Okay. Uh, and and somebody who cares about somebody. At some point in life, someone that you care about, all you like like your main concern is whether or not they ate and whether or not they pooped today. So having an intimate knowledge and having and having that interaction, like you might have to change your grandfather's diaper. You might end up in that part of position in your life. You you might have to change it down a child's diaper. All you want to know is, did they eat? Did they poop? Yes, but my grandfather. So remembering that I picked up the dog, she tied the bag to it. I didn't have to do that his whole life. You have to do that the whole animal's life. Yeah. You have yeah. to love them before you have to take care of them. Yeah. Otherwise, they're a burden. Right. Yeah. If you just gave me a grandfather right now, you're like, he's a great grandfather, <laughs> but you got to wipe his ass every day. I'd, I'd be like, I have a grandfather. I would I'm rather good. pick up my grandfather's shit with a bag than have to wipe his ass. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. That's that's real. That's for the me. lesser of two evils. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> I, for sure, that's true. No, there's uh, yeah, there's 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 just something that these are. This is what we care about. It's important. Did you eat today? That's that's why like Jewish and Italian grandmothers and uh, what'd you eat? What did you eat today? That's all. That's all we care about. My grandmother's Catholic, but she is also a Jewish grandmother yeah. in that way. Like yeah. I call her. I one time was like, "Is it Jewish grandma time? Bring her out." Well, what's your background, ethnicity-wise? Um, English, Irish. And what is she? She's. Uh, English, English, so, so she is. English she's just yeah. being, she's just being a good grandma. Yeah, she is. She, is. she really is. Yeah. She shout out. She what do you, do you call her? Something weird? Do you call her like Nana or something? Do you Gram, call her? just Grams? Grant. Yeah, we um, yeah, we we were always we were just Grant. I don't know why my family we were Grandma and Grandpa, and then we added the last name. So that's that's okay. who they were. So since since my last name's out there, it's a Frigolette. So it was a Grandpa Frigolette. We were going to Grandpa Frigolettes. My my dad's side is all from Quebec, Montreal. Yeah. So it's it Some was it was, it was English grandma. Romare, French grandma. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, so now my so now my grandparents, uh, because they're great grandparents to my 
my cousin's children. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's like there's lots of like Poppy and Nana and all, and like, yep, I don't know what any yep, of this shit well. is. I was like, why? And so I gotta like ask my uncle and like, I'm like, because now he's a grandfather. Now he's a grandfather. I'm like, sorry, which one? Which one are you? We're talking about Poppy. Is that <laughs> you or is that you? I don't know what this stuff yeah. is. It's weird. Like my mom's a grandma. I don't have kids, but my mom's a grandma, and it's weird. Like the grandmas. Yeah. You know, it's it's. There's too many. There's too many generations of grandmas, and they all grandma differently. Right. Yeah. 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 And I'm just like, no, I can't. Well, first of all, I'm. You both combine into one feeding grandma. I can't eat two meals for yeah. both of you. Yeah. And they've done that. They've literally like, I made you something. I made you a sandwich. Oh yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? No, that's wasn't that the dream? That that, that was like what that was the entire ad campaign for stovetop stuffing. <laughs> was that you could eat at multiple houses, right? <laughs> that's true. I, that's true. <laughs> Just not for you. Oh, it's too much. Now that now that you now that you've come to a point in your life where you where you understand, um, uh, what's the word I want? Uh, a, 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 that a, that there's excess. And oh, then you yeah. can eat to a point, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. So, um, are you a good packer? Are you a good mover? No, I'm the worst. Good. Everything would break. Yeah. I'm absolutely. Oh, so you're not even going to be in charge? I, I'm. I'm support. You're not touching anything. I move. I pick up and move the things. Okay. Yeah. Yep. No. Nope. So my my I, my parents finally moved out of the house that we had been in for 26 years, um, about two years ago, and I didn't know that they were the worst until. One hour before the moving truck came, yeah. and I'm in the house, and I'm like, "Yo, you you know the movers are coming, right?" And they were like, "And and because we're Italian or whatever, they they were basically they were just like swearing at me and like getting <laughs> mad because of stress." But it was like, "I don't know what you're gonna do. Like these guys are coming to pick up the stuff, and you haven't and you haven't packed anything." And so I had I like had to pack my family out of their house. It was like the weirdest, yeah. Like I'm your parent now moment of of my life. It was like a weird uh, thing. Okay. The, um, so yeah, so you're so you're you're, you're relying on you're relying on uh, on Christy to pack up the place. She's gonna be packing up most of the place. Um, uh, not the last time of the time I moved before that, I was lucky in that uh, an uncle, a, a wealthy uncle of mine, was also moving. Yeah. And so he struck a deal with his moving company to n- not only move That's our so stuff. You can tell he's a businessman. Oh, it was great. He's just like calling <laughs> people. He's like, "Yo, you moving anytime soon? Are you fucking? Uh, uh, here's what we're gonna do, bro. We're gonna move." <laughs> We're gonna move that's these. Exa- that's exactly what he did. Except he's not Italian or from this <laughs> yeah. area at all. I don't have any he's, accents in my repertoire. I just always go to that guy. He's a very gay man, <laughs> and so it was completely different yeah. from hearing you doing oh, Italian. Oh, it gay was, dude? oh yeah, yeah. Was I, 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 could, I could do a gay voice too. So it was. Get, it would have been like, better. Like, but listen, he did the same. Exactly. I guess he's still. He's the now same he's an attitude, Italian guy. The same attitude. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get just businessman. Just like we're gonna move this. You're gonna move this. You're gonna come to my house. I got a guy. He needs a couch move. We're gonna do that one too. I like this idea. But they came and did like. White glove packed up. He was like, yeah. "Don't pack. Yeah. They'll pack." No, your that's, whole that was house. the problem. My mom didn't that's want anybody insane. to touch anything. Have you? If it's they would have done it's that. It's like flying first class and then going back yeah. to the luggage. Yeah, they would have done that for worst. my mom. I don't she wouldn't let anybody it. touch it. Uh, and and but my mom was like, "No, no, no, nobody touches my things." And so she like freaked out on everybody. So my parents almost had to uh, cancel the sale of their home because in New York <laughs> State you cannot close on a house mm-hmm. unless everything's out oh, okay so they like lied at the at the like sure. at the bank or where uh wherever wherever they were wherever where they were signing sign the, yeah they like lied and they're like yeah, everything's out and they like and they like struck a deal on, on the side to like extra hours like you just, as long as you're out by 8 a.m so my parents were up all night it was it was nuts it was nuts i feel like having that type of family prepared you for being a comedian created a comedian 
most likely. Yeah. Sense. What we did, what we did, and I just realized recently, and 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 I apologize to anybody I was in a relationship with uh, <laughs> uh, up until this moment. I realized the way that I process love is is so backwards because I think as long as you're not complaining to your person, mm-hmm. then they understand that everything's great because that's how we do it. So my family, we just talk shit, and then we solve it. And whatever. So it's like in my head, if I'm not talking shit to you and I'm not complaining about what's going on and I'm not saying negative things, then you know how much I love you. In fact, the more I talk shit to you is the more I care about you. Right. There's that, too. Right. Like so the way like, guys interact. Yeah. You talk shit. That Wait, means we like and you. Right. It's the and it's the yes, yeah, the old teasing game. And there's that, too. But it's like but I've never <laughs> taken the moment to stop and go, listen, um, I love how great everything is with us and how great this is going. And I never and I wasn't doing that. And it's like. And I've had all these breakups where we're like, I feel like I, didn't, I feel like you don't even like me. And it's like because they see me be critical of other people mm-hmm. and people in my life and things like that. And it's just because that's I don't know, it's this weird Italian thing that we have. And it maybe it's maybe it's not an Italian thing. Maybe it's just a broken frigolette thing that we do. But I didn't realize until if you very don't grow recently. up around a very expressional expressionist family that expresses how they feel regularly. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. My mom was the other she was too much i was like mom your mom you're smothering me yeah like back like, back like oh my god yeah. everywhere like i'm in high school she's like you know see yeah it? i'm like but i feel like those people understand affection better like i had this thing i wanted to tweet yesterday and then i and then i stopped because i was like there's no way this tweet comes out looking good like there's so many spins that they can go and it was like uh i was like when i have a kid like i, I want that kid to cuddle with me until they're until they're 30. but isn't like, that the wor- that's the worst <laughs> thing about twitter right. whatever we're talking about it's right. over. that's the worst <laughs> thing about twitter I have so many things I want to tweet, and I have sometimes I have a dark sense of yeah. humor. I like it's dark humor, and I'm like, oh, that's gonna come off it's so get wrong. Get taken out of context, or someone offend this group, or yeah. offend that. Right. Uh, I that would be the worst if you're a comedian because you could come up with a joke, and I'm hilarious. But you're like, that's 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 not the audience. But that's what. But that's why you. On Twitter, but that's why you can it's, bring it to stage. It's every audience. Right. So you bring. So that's why you bring that one to stage. You go. This is this is one of those things. You bring it to stage because because there's that there's you can feel it in the room. You you know, and the audience tells you where you can go because you start talking about a topic. So and you then don't have a set script when you're on stage. No, you do. You, you do. You do. But, but when you're working out a, when you're working out a set or you're working out a bit, it's like you got to the hardest part of. You could have impressed me right there. I've been like, yeah. So I I read the room and you're, I make the jokes. No, come to the show tonight. I'm. I'm honestly, I'm, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a very uh, um, visceral dude. It's like uh, the live element of comedy is part of it. And it's like, but you have an idea in your head and you know that there are universal truths and you're working on the conversation the whole time. Uh, there's no, I mean, there's people, people have this debate about, oh, improv is better because they're making it up on the spot, which isn't true. And that's and that stand up. Imp- improv sta- can be horrible. Oh, there's, yeah. There, and well, there's also so many, there's, o- there's so many like uh, pre pre-done jokes that are happening sure, all sure. the time within improv. It's like it's a dance. It's like anything else. It's like for comedy to be good, it really needs to be this ongoing discussion. And it's like anything new that you're bringing to it, you have to you have to figure out where to start the conversation and where to end the conversation. Because as a comedian, you know that this thing in the middle is really funny. And the longer you're doing it, you know that this thing is funny, but you don't know you don't know necessarily where it starts for somebody. So you have to start the conversation further back because they don't have your comedy brain. So you have to start further down the road, pick them up, and then take that, take them on mm-hmm. that trip with you. Um, Is that frustrating to have to do over and over? No, it's the it's the it's the whole sport. Because once I mean you perfect the joke, it's not fun anymore. <coughs> really? Yeah, taking that ride is the fun. Okay. Grabbing okay. somebody and going, oh, I have this thing, and sometimes and sometimes the 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 method is to just throw the 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 big idea on the floor and then like and then like ruffle feathers sure. and then and then go well go and give me and then and then explain yourself through it and sometimes the fun is 
to start with a point that they think is going to go in a certain direction, and then you and then and then you just add this bomb to it. Like now yeah. you've set up a paradigm, of and then you just drop another <coughs> like another uh, shift in there, and then you shift the conversation. Well, that's the best comedy. All I mean, comedy is a joke is an exaggeration. Yeah, it's but a to take that exaggeration and like you know fling it off the wall somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, well, it, what it is is, is is it's resonance or dissonance. So what mm. you're doing is you're you're taking a concept that we've all sort of uh, felt or agreed upon. And then shifting it into a new light that goes, oh fuck, we do do that, and uh, and and then and why are like why is this the agreed upon thought when it's crazy? I feel like comedians learn a new language. Sure. To do comedy, you have to think and and kind of speak in a different language. Yeah, there's so many moments <coughs> where I'm hanging out with civilians. I call them civilians. We call them civilians too. Yeah, when yeah, you're not in front of our it. cameras, yeah. you're a civilian. That's what I love. Everyone's it. a civilian. Uh, where. I see something and I just and I just sort of start laughing and the person next to me is like what is the, like explain the and it's like I can't catch you up. Yep. When it makes it to the stage we're there but like I can't catch you up right now. Like that's fun and that happens to all of us. Like we see a thing and it's funny. It's like the whole concept of an inside joke that works for long. It's like you see something and something in your life led to that moment and that thing in that context being funny. But you can't always create that context for somebody. So as a comedian, our job is full-time create the context. Yeah. Find the way that this thing is funny and, and bring it to people. The, uh, the example I use all the time, and, and I apologize to anybody who's heard me use example on the podcast before, is Louis C.K. has a joke about laws. He said laws, some laws are good. Some laws uh, are the only thing that stops people from doing things. Like uh, the law against murdering people is the only thing that stops people from murdering people. And then he goes off on a thing. Uh, and he goes, without that law, like most pe people, everybody would murder somebody. Sure. And he, he, go, he takes a couple steps, but the, the heart of the joke is, is the moment where he goes, it would mostly just be parents murdering their children. And only through the context of him <coughs> breaking down this whole thing is that now funny. Because mm -hmm. you can't just walk on stage and go, I want to kill my kids. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's not funny. It could be. It depends, it where, you is now it. It depends on where right. you go with it. So it's like, so it's like, but he had to build that thing, and he knew as a skilled comedian that he had to build that moment. Yeah. And that's 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 the whole skill of comedy. Well, that's what, that, and that Louis K was great at that. He wanted to take something that was like an uncomfortable, like parents yeah. killing children, and he wanted to try and make it funny. I think he probably works backwards. Yeah, I think I think there's an argument there to that. I mean, you, well, who knows how his brain works? And, and it does seem you could you can reverse engineer some of his some of his stories, some of his jokes. But what I do think. Um, but you don't start, you know, do you start with the punchline like that? Like, do you start with that where, where yeah. you see something and chuckle and you're like, that's the punch. Yeah, why is that and funny? And build it back. Yeah, so first, a perfect example for mine was, was uh, uh, my grandfather had Alzheimer's and then my grandmother started showing up and visiting him. And he was like, he was like uh, just a dirty old horny man for my grandma. And she was flattered. Because he hasn't been this <laughs> in a long time, so I was like, "Oh, something funny about that." So then I worked. So then I, I, I just That's hilarious. Yeah, very. But like, I, but like various different versions of the of the story ended up becoming this thing of like, uh, basically that like Alzheimer's like has like fixed my grandparents' marriage, uh, because it, Alzheimer's <laughs> has made my grandfather attracted to my grandmother again. So it's like it, you know, it's it's working different versions That's of this fun. bit. So it started out as just me saying the one line, yeah, and then it built into this other thing where like I kind of like I break down. Like the the length of marriage and what makes marriage last and these sorts of things and then come up with the idea that like yo if you could just forget all the bullshit that you had to go through to get to sixty years of marriage you'd be way happier if you could wake up and forget that she forgot your fortieth <laughs> birthday like if you could wake up and forget that your husband cheated on you like that's a way happier marriage you got to forgive and forget 
That's the scariest thing about that. That's why women are so scared of Alzheimer's because they remember everything. <laughs> they that's remember funny. everything. That's really funny. Yeah, like they can't. Yeah, they, they can't, can't use all that shit they against can't you throw anymore. Throw you under the bus. That's why the that's marriage really is funny. happy. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> no. So yeah. So yeah. So I had this. So so it ends. It ends from the male perspective of, of this idea that like my grandfather was waking up every morning next to a woman he doesn't even recognize. Like that's that's a good morning. You know. We all love we all love this new thing, and then every woman wants to be looked at like she's being looked at for the first. time. Remember the first time you saw me? That we glamorized that thing. It was we this morning. That thing. Yeah, <laughs> you made yeah. me toast. Yeah, who are you? <laughs> I love you. Yeah, yeah, you made me toast. That's funny. So yeah, man. Uh, oh, so wait, let's let's do the let's do the let's do the pay for your porn shout out. Uh, please pay for your porn. Pay for your porn. Um, pay for my porn. Pay for his porn. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Describe. So describe for people which what uh, what the harem is if they if they're not familiar. So for people who don't know what a harem is, it's but your harem specifically. It's it's one guy and a group of women. So you interview with Chrissy for the last show. Um, Chrissy and I started the harem. It's called My Perfect Harem, and it's a group of girls and myself. And we do all different kinds of cam shows. We have our own website where we have all our all of our videos and content. Um, yeah. Hashtag living the dream. Yeah, I don't get um, to complain. I literally have been told multiple times I'm no longer allowed to complain about anything. Yeah. I stub my toe. They're like, keep it quiet. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't you dare <laughs> open your mouth. <laughs> it's, yeah, the, uh, yeah I'm trying to, I was trying to think of, I love her. Uh, <laughs> I keep getting, like, there's a couple people that I just, I don't know in this, and then I get distracted. I was like, I love you. Um, so yeah, I, well, I was trying to, so you go, I stubbed my toe. Like, yeah, but you stubbed your dick earlier. So yeah, exactly. They're like, you're we good. had a foursome earlier. <laughs> what are you complaining about? I'm like, yeah, no worries. Um, so how do they find you? How do they pay for your porn? How do they follow you? Um, all the social media is going to be at My Perfect Harem. Uh, my spell it. Just, just, just in it's case. It's all one word. M-Y, perfect, P-E-R-F-E-C-T-H-A-R-E-M. MyPerfectHarem.com for our website and then at you know Twitter, Instagram, everything else. Cool. Well, check check him out. Check uh, check uh, if you listened to the last episode. Check Chrissy out. If you didn't listen to the last episode, check Chrissy out in the last episode. Uh, part of the same, part of a similar discussion. This is the uh, Porn Stars Review Podcast. We have a live show now called Porn Stars of Comedians. Start looking out for that every time that, that we have a porn convention. Uh, we're going to be doing that show live where we where we encourage porn stars to come on stage with us and, and do some comedy. Uh, we drop a new episode every Monday, technically Sunday night at midnight. Uh, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Play, whatever platform you're on. Uh, we're on the other one. Today we have some fun content. It's not that fun. We're just we're just sitting in front of a wall on YouTube, but you can see who the hell's talking. Um, so check us out. Keep supporting us and support this guy and, and Chrissy. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs>